How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast. And let's just jump right into today's subject, where essentially I want to talk about um, what's going on in Texas at the moment. It's kind of, uh, it's kind of crazy. Uh, it's, man, honestly, not really heard of, even though I've gone through a couple winters actually in Texas. Um where it snowed, which is pretty crazy. I don't think I remember my first time seeing snow. I was in Dallas, Texas, and it was snowing out there, and I couldn't believe it. I was like, "Wait, it snows in Texas!" And I remember the people that were living there at the time. I was like nineteen years old, I think it was, and I remember the people there were telling me, "Yeah, I mean, this is uh, very rare, but it can happen in Texas." And I was like, "That is so weird," considering that it was almost as south as Florida was, but not really. And, and you know, the same similar natural disasters that could potentially impact Florida, like hurricanes, definitely can happen in Texas. But, like, watching snow was just mind-boggling for me. And now, you know, so many years later, 13 years later, or excuse me, 14 years later, nearly 15 years later, you're starting to see that again, and this time around, though, it's pretty crazy. I think somewhere in the realm of like 3 million people are out of power in Texas at the moment, and they're not entirely sure when that's going to be coming back now at all. And that's pretty wild, especially when you think about the fact that that's nearly a quarter of Texas's population and the population of a lot of small countries out there that don't have any level of electricity. And I know what that's like. I've gone through some pretty bad hurricanes back when I was a kid during like the Katrina. Um, I'm forgetting the name of that hurricane now, but there was Charlie. Was it Hurricane Charlie? I can't remember. No, it would be a female name. But anyways, there was a pretty, there was a bad year in Florida where central Florida was hit by like, back-to-back horrible hurricanes and it was enough of a justification for me uh, for my family to actually get like a a built-in generator in the side of the house because we were out of power in my small hometown for like three weeks and it was unbearable super humid it was just not fun at all and so uh I know what it could be like with you know to be without power in three weeks is ridiculous like I remember we had to buy like a, a, a generator and it was only enough to kind of power some fans in the house. It wasn't anything crazy. and It was just ridiculous. I mean, luckily, we weren't as interconnected as we are nowadays. I was just like a kid then. But to see like what's going on there out there is just it reminds you just what is in store for us in the future with with climate change and essentially seeing how. This is something that I don't think Texas was really, I mean, clearly they weren't prepared for it. And their electrical company, I forget the name of it, was uh, told countless times like, hey, you are not prepared for a bad winter. And they didn't do anything about it. And clearly you can see the ramifications of that. But uh, what I actually want to talk about is still related to Texas, but it's about a mayor out of Texas. (laughs) This guy resigned, by the way, so this guy's not in office anymore. And he kind of played a victim card as well when he left office. 
But uh, the mayor of Colorado City, Texas, which <laughs> I love Texas. Texas has some of the most unique cities. There's a city out there that I remember when uh, me and my wife were planning on, on moving to Las Vegas. We packed up uh, my car uh, with stuff from Florida and we drove all the way out here to Las Vegas. We made some pit stops uh, to visit some friends along the way. And I have a lot of good friends in Austin so I crashed there. I was not going to make a straight drive from Florida to, to Las Vegas. And so I crashed with a friend in Austin. And I remember I was driving from Austin to El Paso. And there was a town. Um, I think this is his name. Yeah, it's, I think is this one. Is it Frederick's? Uh, yeah. Um, I remember we were driving from Austin to go to El Paso and we were driving through some towns and I remember I was thrown off because like all the signage in this town, road signs, everything was in German or what looked like to be German. And it was confirmed by my wife at the time, um, because she speaks four different languages and one of them is German. And she was like, all the stuff I hear is in German. What's going on? I was like, I have no idea. This is so weird. But it was a town called Fredericksburg, uh, which I just had a small population of German people that came out to that part of Texas. But you just don't see stuff like that anywhere else in, in this country. But anyways, there's a city. <laughs> there's a city called Colorado City, Texas. <laughs> I you know it's crazy. I mean, it's probably because of the Colorado River. I don't know if the Colorado River goes into Texas, but um, this mayor wrote on Facebook after people were complaining about not having power and not getting assistance from the city. This guy went on Facebook and wrote this message. Um, <laughs> he wrote, "No one owes you or your family anything, nor is it in the local government's responsibility to support you." During trying times like this, he said, sink or swim, it's your choice. The city and county, along with power providers or any other service, owes you nothing. I'm sick and tired of people looking for a damn handout. (laughs) If you don't have electricity, you step up and come up with a game plan to keep your family warm and safe. If you have no water, you deal without and think outside of the box to survive and supply water to your family. If you are sitting at home in the cold because you have no power and are sitting there waiting for someone to come rescue you because you're lazy, it's a direct result of your raising. Only the strong will survive and this and the weak will perish. Folks, God has given us the tools to support ourselves in times like this. This is sadly a product of a socialist government where they feed people to believe that the few will work and others will become dependent for handouts. Am I sorry that you have been dealing without electricity and water? Yes, but I'll be damned if I'm going to provide for anyone that is capable of doing it themselves. <laughs> we have lost sight of those in need and those that take advantage of the system and mesh them to one group. Bottom line, quit crying and look looking for a handout. Get off your ass and take care of your own family. This is <laughs> This is the bear talking about people that at no fault of their own have been impacted by a horrible winter and they rely on the municipalities to kind of take into account these kind of dire events that could potentially occur 
and to prepare for them. You know, obviously they understand um, that freak accidents can happen like a, a bad blizzard or a bad hurricane. But the idea is that this should be something that you're prepared for, especially when it's been told in the past, like this is something you need to cope with. And the infrastructure isn't capable of dealing with, uh, excuse me, a burden like this. <laughs> and even then, like you have to empathize that these are people that are go- suffering through a very bad winter. Not to, you know, not even taking into account like people that are ill, elderly, young people, people that have lost their jobs, people affected by COVID-19. And to tell people that they're lazy because they're not able to figure out how to power their home, provide water, and provide food during a blizzard in Texas. I would love to see the average person in any in any urban city essentially be able to power their home, provide water, get food, and, and prepare for something like this. This is, you know when they weren't given an advance notice on this, that (laughs) this guy afterwards, you know, obviously he gets bashed for this and people are, are requesting that he resign and he ends up resigning. Um, and he kind of apologizes for his wording and some of the phrases he used, but then, uh, He comes out and says like his wife was fired for her job and they don't really deserve this and this and that. And it's like, you're the mayor of an entire town and you told these people like, suck it up. The only the strong will survive and you're screwed. <laughs> this guy was hilarious. What is this guy named? Something Boyd. Uh, Tim Boyd. Man, that guy's the moron of this week. I, w- I should do a podcast where I detail like the moron of the week. But why even spend time thinking about these people? It's so sad what's going on in Texas or going on in Texas at the moment. People want to blame it on like green energy and things of that nature. It's not even that. A lot of people have come out already and said that it's because of the fact that Texas is so overly uh, invested into uh, natural gas and, and fuel uh yeah, natural gas sources, those lines can get, um, you know, frozen pretty bad. And so, you know, nuclear would have been a great alternative right now. And, um, you know, that's technically under green energy. But even then, it doesn't even matter. The fact is, the fact of the matter is that the this state is going through some pretty bad stuff at the moment. And I'm hoping for the best for them. I hope this is coming to an end soon. And I hope that... Uh, the federal government, state governments, local governments can work together to kind of bring power back to these people because I hope it's not a week, two weeks that these people to go through that. Like when we went through three weeks of no power, it was ridiculous. It was horrible. So I wouldn't wish that on anyone, and especially during a bad winter. Like we had a bad summer when, when that happened to us, but a winter would probably be even worse. It, it seems very dangerous to be honest. But either way, Thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast and I'll catch you guys manana. Peace.